taking control of our futures and living our best lives. We can all do it together. This is the PM Agency Podcast, She Can and She Will, with your hosts, Deesa McAllister and the country mompreneur, Mary Ann Brown. Oh my God, today's interview is going to be a fun one. Are you excited or what? Super excited. Yay. We're talking to Dr. Latoya Wiggins, and she is a self-care expert. I don't know about you, but I need all the self-care. You're going to want to stay tuned for this. Today, we're being joined by Dr. Latoya Wiggins, a self-care strategist. Now, before we even get going and getting rolling and everything, I have all the questions. First, what when you say self-care, what are you talking about? What does that mean? Yeah. So, hey, everyone. So self-care for me is not the bubble baths and getting your nails done and your hair done. Those things can be a part of self-care, but for me, self-care is all about doing that deep work, doing those things that nourish yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. You know, they're going to really pour into you. They're going to keep you from feeling depleted. And getting my nails done doesn't necessarily fill me up. <laughs> it makes me feel good momentarily. You know, we need to do things that's going to have long-lasting results. Why is it important? Like, it's especially as a mom, as a woman, why is it so important for us? Yeah, so women in general, we are nurturers. We want to take care of everybody. You know, if you're a mom, then you're definitely taking care of somebody. (laughs) You know, I have three boys of my own. I'm married. I have my mom. I mean, my mom doesn't live with me, but, you know, that's my mom. I'm worried about her, right? Yeah. You know, and oftentimes we are so busy taking care of everybody else, but we're not pouring back into ourselves, you know. So we put everybody else at at the top of our to-do list. But where are we on it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe at the bottom or nowhere, you know. And when we're constantly depleting ourselves, you put yourself at risk for getting sick. And then when you're sick in the hospital or a mental institution or worse, dead, how can you take care of anybody? You know, (laughs) so we have to start putting ourselves at the top of our to-do list. And remember that we are just as important as all those other people that we love and take care of. Yeah. And I don't know about you, (laughs) but when everybody else in the house is sick, my husband's sick, the kids are sick, (laughs) I may be sick, but I'm not sick. Like, I have to do all the things still. (laughs) Right, you don't even have time to actually rest so you can get Mm -hmm. well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. So getting sick is one of the things. What else can occur when you neglect yourself and Uh don't worry about yourself? Yeah, so a lot of that can turn into bitterness, (laughs) resentment especially towards those people you love, um, you know, and we don't want those things to happen. We don't want to resent or feel bitter or have these bad characteristics or behaviors, I should say. You know, we may get cranky and grumpy, mm-hmm. irritated, frustrated. I always often say, I feel like I'm a ticking time bomb waiting to explode yes. <laughs> when I'm not pouring back into myself, you know, so then I'm not being the person that I want to be, you know, a good person. <laughs> so <laughs> we have to make sure that we are pouring into ourselves so we can, um, you know, function well, be mentally and emotionally nourished. And actually, you actually get to pour, I guess, better. You know, you get, you're able to give the best of yourself into everything that you do, your work, your job, your family. Instead of giving people that depleted version, that's tired and just trying to hang on to their life. <laughs> now, what are some ways people can practice self-care? Like, what are some of the things they could do? Yeah, first, I always say you have to really figure out 
what nourishes you? Because what nourishes you may not nourish me. Some people love to read. Some people love to journal. Some people like me, I just love peace and quiet. I don't need any music or any background noise. I just like that quiet time. Um, you know, exercising, even when it comes to exercising, you have to find what works for you. My husband loves to jog. I do not like to run at all, but you can catch me in a <laughs> yes. step class, you know, a step class or um, anything with dancing. So you have to really find out what works for you and then take time out to do those things. So even if all you have is five minutes, five minutes is better than nothing. And it adds up, you know, so you start with five and they can add on. Okay. I'm getting used to this. Let me add on, you know, for, to 10 minutes, 30 minutes or one day a week to five days a week. You know, you just start where you are, get consistent, and then progress. So it sounds like you're you're talking about like a, a balance of of time and everything else. Um yeah. are, is it is it more like a daily routine or can you like overfill your cup once <laughs> and then like let that run out over six months? That is a good question. So I always say that self-care it's every day. It's not a self-care Saturday. You can have a day like a self-care Saturday or Sunday when you can pour more into yourself. Of course, you know, we all need that. But don't just wait until the weekend or your day off to pour into yourself. You know, find different times throughout the day to pour into yourself. It may, for example, I'm a mom waking up a few minutes earlier before everybody is up. is <laughs> self-care for me. I need time to get my mind right before all the chaos happens, right? <laughs> you know, taking time out to really have a lunch break and really enjoy your lunch, enjoy the taste of it instead of woofing it down your mouth, you know, and it's like, oh, where's the food? You know, you didn't get a chance to really enjoy it, right? <laughs> so really just taking time out to really relax or do something that's nourishing. You could be working and listening to some uplifting music or something that's upbeat, you know? So find those different things that you can do throughout the day. Don't just wait to the end of the night or, like I said, the weekend or next month till you get a vacation. Find something small to do each and every day. It's funny because I, every single morning, get up way before everybody else. Like it probably uh-huh. an hour before everybody else. Have my coffee. like that quiet mm-hmm. time. I had my step uh, mother-in-law, father-in-law. They came over and... I don't really want to talk bad about people on the podcast, but they they were awake during that time. And I was like, wow, this is my time. (laughs) Nobody else at the house normally gets up that early. So when somebody gets Uh up and is invading in my time, I'm like, oh, this is my turn. Uh (laughs) So sometimes I feel like self-care can be a little bit being selfish because I got so many things to go going on with my job. How do you get past Uh like feeling like it's being selfish? Yeah, that happens a lot, <laughs> especially as a mom. I would call that mom guilt. And in general, just, get, mm-hmm. you know, feel guilty. But I always say you have to remind yourself why you're doing this. You know, am I really being selfish or I'm really just trying to make sure that, you know, I'm calm. So then, you know, for example, like when you're, um, I think you say in-laws <laughs> were over there, <laughs> you know, um, you know, like, okay, maybe they're kind of interrupting my usual quiet time. And I don't want to get cranky. So what can I do in this moment while they're up? Maybe putting some headphones on so I can kind of like block out the noise or something, you know. So you just have to really remember why you're doing that. You know, like maybe in the moment it's like, oh, why are they here? But you know why you need that quiet time. So, you know, at the same time, kind of what can you do to shift to still get your self-care time in? Because it's needed. So you won't feel like towards anybody. (laughs) Yep. Yep. (laughs) So. We're always going a hundred miles a minute, constantly going, going, going. How can, 
what, what are ways that we can slow down and stop feeling worn out? I would say really think about, like I said, first of all, think about why you're doing this, why you need it. Because again, that will take away the selfishness piece. And then just think of different things that you need. You know, you may not necessarily need to feel like you need to rush. You may like to be high energy type of person, be around other people. You don't like to be alone. But just really think about what do you need? You know, you may like to, some people like to cook. I like to just eat. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, I I like to eat. I don't like the cooking part, you know, but Mm -hmm. some people like to garden. I kind of like that sometimes, but, you know, just really think about, what you need to feel rested or something that just makes you feel like you're relieving stress. You know, it doesn't have to always be sitting quietly being still, but what makes you feel good at the end of the day? If I did this one activity, this is all I need for, you know, all day. I I did it. I'm happy. I feel at peace. You're doing things that give you peace and joy. That's what I'm, I guess, trying to say. (laughs) So there, there have been a couple periods where, um, where I just had so much on my plate. Uh, I yeah. couldn't handle like one more phone call, mm-hmm. one more like, mommy, I need, like, I just could not for, for people who might not be as in tune with themselves mm-hmm. and be able to ask themselves what they need. Is there, are there different focuses that they should just start with? Like a starting place. Like if you've never. Yeah taking care of yourself before, right? Like yeah. where, where should you start? That's a good question. I would say it really is personal. Um, and really stepping back to really think about what's the most important, what's the thing that's causing you, I guess, the most stress or overwhelm <laughs> and what can you do? You know, so like I said, just taking that one step, maybe you feel worn out every day. Okay. Well, maybe you might need more sleep. <laughs> so maybe you need to go to bed earlier. Maybe you need to get up earlier, you know, just, Whatever it is, it really is personal. Like what's causing me the most stress and what's one small step that I can do to start shifting that needle in the other direction. (laughs) I love everything that you had to say. (laughs) You're you're the CEO of a company. She is nourished. Do you offer like coaching directly to people or do you do groups? Like how, how Mm -hmm. do you work your, like how do people, if someone's listening and wants to work with you, how do they go about it? Yes, right now I am doing individual coaching, so people can reach out to me for that. In the next few months, I will start to roll over a group coaching program, so I'll be doing both individual group coaching. Uh, right now, I'm even doing like free challenges in my self care community on Facebook, so you know that's always fun. So it's different ways that I help my mamas, my women out there. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Yes, thank you for having me. I always love talking about self care. Thank you for listening. For more information, join us at thepmagency.com.